Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. to everybody on all platforms all around the world. This is True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. Hello. That's me. Oh, I'm a new CF. It's official. Oh my God. I'm so excited for you, new CF. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. I'm very excited. Yeah. So, so today, (laughs) so, yeah, we're going to talk about trauma and coping today, but I want to give you guys a little bit of a heads up about how we got here. Um, I came to Colombia. I'm in Colombia now to get a LASIK on my eyes, this eye surgery. And so I'm on about day five of recovery from the surgery. And over the, over this week, you know, Janine and I chatted just, how are you? And so what came up obviously was just all the energies that come up when you go through a traumatic event. Um, You know, when you ever ask anybody who's had LASIK eye surgery, they are going to tell you that it's the best thing they ever chose. And yes, I'm so grateful. And what they never talk about anywhere is like how intense the surgery actually is. And, you know, eight or nine years into like lots of body work and lots of body awareness. um, I was so aware of my entire body where I think maybe even 10 years ago, I might not have, it might not have seemed that traumatic because I was so used to handling so much stress, but now I've like unraveled a lot of that stress from my body. So it was very, very, very intense. And the reason I bring that up is because when you and I got to talking about it, it, we started to recognize all these different ways that we've learned or trained ourselves to cope with all different kinds of traumas, like spoken, unspoken, seen, and unseen. And so we thought we'd dive in there today and see where we go <laughs> so much so much well and as yeah. you were talking about it um and just everything that involved you know all the kind of details of the thing holding your eye and your body just like kind of being flailing in the wind so to speak right um yeah. i just i could feel it in my own body feeling the pain of those events and having been through a lot of health traumas myself I definitely appreciate that. And yeah. I think we were just really looking at just all the energy that was just coming up already in your body that just wanted to release, whether it be through crying or whatever. Like it just was yeah. like, it was so palpable how it's just like, you're almost like vibrating at a different level, which what yeah. was observing. Yeah. That. Yeah. And like for this particular trauma, I'm going to, well, let's call it a trauma because mm-hmm. surgery is not, surgery is a trauma. Yeah. <laughs> um, It was interesting because like my first reaction or desire afterwards was just to be cool about everything. Like, it's cool. Like, but just 
space. Yes. Just cut my eyeballs open. It's fine. And literally you get off the table and your eyes feel like they're in a million pieces. Like you're blinking and you're just like, are they going to fall out of my head? It's the most uncanny sensation. And our bodies are so amazing. Like they can handle so many things and there's so much healing that starts to instantly occur. So they didn't fall out and they don't. And you can instantly see after, after, you know, like 40 years of not being able to see literally. So it's, it's really miraculous. And there's all this trauma that goes on. So you're in the middle of like miraculous and traumatic simultaneously, which is this this intensity that needs an outlet essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, so, I mean, for me, it came in the form of like, just, you know, tears of gratitude, tears, tears, a lot of tears. I had access bars, which is an immense gift to anybody ever in life. Um, you know, multiple sessions of bars and there's body processes, but I guess it's worth talking about like how many different ways coping mechanisms and coping behaviors show up in big, obvious traumatic events, but also like after you've experienced series of different kinds of traumas in your daily life, as you're trying to like build a new business or um, live or have a relationship or, you know, have a body, anything, anything. And, and then what we can, I guess how we can navigate those, like what, and I wonder where we could start. Well, I mean, we're also looking at, you know, of both of us kind of working with um, folks, in their entrepreneurial journey. And there was just kind of this common theme of what I was seeing as a a freeze response. So that's one of, Mm -hmm. in psychology, one of the trauma responses being fight, flight, freeze, or shut down. And so we were just kind of both observing this and even in our own process, which like in any given project that we're having to work on, you said there's like 300 or 500 different choices that we have to make. And there's so much that if you just get paralyzed within a few choices that you will never get to the next thing. So we were kind of like, well, what does it take to, to get past that, to kind of get over the hump of that? Well, how are you, let's look at this personally. Cause like, you know, you and I both have a business and we can, let's use business. Um, How do you navigate this like now and versus maybe when you first started or like, what has this been like for you? Yeah, I think the biggest change came from functioning from the yes, no universe versus the right, wrong. Because in the beginning, there was a lot of like, well, I need to get the right branding and the right aesthetic and I have to pick the right price or whatever. And that just slowed me down that after I learned from you, especially to function from just energetically what popped I could just totally get out of judgment. It's like, well, this is all made up anyways. So what is energetically speaking to me? If I just tap into the consciousness of the project, the idea, what is talking to me? And that just really got me out of my own way to remember Mm -hmm. to stop and ask a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, as we're talking, what I'm realizing that what I'm realizing creates trauma is the sensation that you have to handle something that you can't handle. Um, and that's, I mean, as children, that's just kind of innate to the way children work. Like they don't have any filter. We don't have filters. We come in as these little capacity things, little bundles of capacities and abilities that most of us are not taught that we're super aware that we, that our awareness will show it. We're not taught that we're aware, you know, (laughs) we're not taught like how awareness shows up. And if you grow up in super intense families, like for example, mine, you know, we had a lot of different abuses and things that went on 
on top of being the super aware being, you're put into the situation where you have to handle things or come up with ways of handling things that you just literally can't handle. So that's where the coping mechanisms come from. And rightness, needing to get things right, is one of those things that you can't handle because there is no right. It's invented. Um, and I know that's crazy because you could go in so many directions with that. But anything that puts you, anything that locks you up is intended to limit you. And if you look at the right or the wrong universe as one possibility or, or thing, does it give you more freedom or does it put you in a constant state of needing to judge whether or not you're doing it right or doing it wrong? It's literally something you just can't handle. Yeah. And so you have to invent what's right and you have to invent what's wrong, or you have to look to something outside of yourself to be able to reference something. And so that's where the coping comes in. And that's where the stuck comes in. The overwhelm comes in like all these different ways of coping with that universe that we, because it's not copable, it's not handleable. It's, it's not navigatable. It's literally designed to put you into, you know, some sort of judgment. Um, yeah. And it's like, despite all this work and practice on getting out of judgment, I'm really getting that I still do really function from I'm not wrong, like this kind of defensive energy, right. like yeah. situations come up over and over again. The most recent was I was at an ATM trying to withdraw money and it just kept saying your pin pin is incorrect. And I was just like, no, this is the right pin. Like this is the right pin. I've had it forever. Which probably not good. Yeah. But this is the right pin. And what's wrong with you ATM? And I'm going inside. I think your ATM's broken. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Well, what happened? I was using my credit card. That's oh, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. But it's like, I, I be, that wouldn't even pop up in my awareness because I was like, I'm not mm -hmm. wrong because I was so focused on that. I couldn't see what else was possible. Yes. And I just really get how much that limits us when it's just right in front of us. Like the answer yeah. is right in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's so many different tactics you can use. Like, I mean, the, we're coping, we're it, oh man, the signs and symptoms of coping are multiple, right? What, when you are doing coping, there's so many different ways that can show up and, you know, it, but you know, when you're coping, when you're stuck, when you mm -hmm. can't get past something, yeah. when you shut down, when you go into fighting, when you go into reaction. So there's like the kind of the overt coping where you're trying to get power over something. And then there's more the covert coping where you're trying to get away from something. So either one of those where you're trying to get power over, or you're like wanting to escape the situation, those are both, or you're trying to power through and nothing's working. Maybe that's kind of the, I don't know, the three ten, like the three tenets of coping. So the, the, the antidote is awareness really because like like you said you like you you followed every single possible thing you could think of even to the point of going your thing's broken <laughs> you know and then you're like oh awareness i'm using the wrong card right so so it's always like awareness that creates the opening for for something else but like that's a really pretty obvious example and a less obvious example is like when you're in your business and you're trying to build a landing page and like you're just taking hours and hours and hours and it's getting frustrating and it's hard you know like that's where you're trying to get it right. So frustration, yeah. this is hard. 
I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. All of those are these places we go inside ourselves where we've literally kind of tapped our resources. We don't, we can't go any farther with what we've decided we have to go farther with. And so we'll give up, we'll go into stuff, we'll go into overwhelm, you know, that's when you know you're coping. Yeah. And yeah, no, please, please, please. I was just thinking about like with that, with the unstuck, it's often the, well, how do I do this? And it's like, well, could literally Google anything. You could Google how to do anything. So is it that you don't know how, or you just don't want to get it wrong? Well, and it could be what I'm learning is it could be a mixture of both. Sometimes it mm. literally is your missing information. So, and, and this is where I've had to, I've had to work with myself a lot on this because like my, I really, all I did was survive and cope for most of my life. So when it came to like creating my business or creating my life, I've had to work with myself quite a bit to go around that instantaneous like freeze of whatever that is. And it, it's, it can be two things. It can be that you don't have enough information. Maybe there is a learning curve involved in yeah what you're doing, right? Like if you're doing landing pages, just as a silly example for the first time, like it could be that you don't you don't know the platform very well. I was in my iPad this morning and I was like, draw, I, I love it. It's so great. You can draw things on it. And I was, I like opened this app and I'm like, I'm just going to draw this out. And I got in there and I realized, Oh, I need to learn how these pens work and like how my pen, the physical pen work. There was, there was this learning curve involved that I didn't expect. And I could feel the frustration rising because yeah. I, in my world, it was supposed to be like a 10 minute project. But in actuality, with what I needed to learn, it turned into almost an hour. Mm-hmm. And it was a familiar place for me where I would, I have in the past gone to quitting or overwhelm and instead was able to recognize that this was the part where I needed to have expand my allowance, expand my patience for myself, allow myself to learn it and also look at, okay, is this actually the tool that I thought it was for the moment mm-hmm. or do I need another tool and give myself more choice and those are the two things that I've learned will navigate that instantaneous eruption of trying to handle something I can't handle and give me the space to be more, use my creative ability instead. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, okay, so the allowance and then asking what else could I choose here? Cause I had like a similar thing where when I was building out this new membership, um, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to transfer to Kajabi, a new platform that I don't know that well. I know teachable and I kept going into avoidance. Well, let me look at something else. And and I just kind of like, was it, what is this? I'm not focusing on building this out. And then I got well, actually, it would be easier to build it out on Teachable, something I know, and move it over, even though it's not the most efficient thing. That doesn't make sense, but it got me past the hump. It got me out of the freeze and into moving forward. Totally. And I think what you said is so brilliant because it, you in that moment, in that way of choosing, you included you. You included kindness for you. Yeah. Which I think is the thing we learn to exclude kind of automatically we learn to exclude our own way of like we just exclude ourselves right we don't we aren't taught to include our way of learning our way of handling things our the the different way that we function is not a natural inclusion in you know um and and so it doesn't it really doesn't matter if for you it's easier to build it over there and move it over Mm. 
it only matters if what you're holding in place is some utopian ideal that yeah of efficiency must be fast and must be fast must be the fastest must be you know and so if you've let go of that ideal then then you can include yourself and that's to me that's been the thing that the practice over the last 10 years of like going but i should this should be Mm -hmm. able to do this i should be able to and man the number of projections i have of myself in regards to life functioning people is, is pretty staggering. Like my body should be this. I should be this. I shouldn't. And, and what they're based on is, is diverse. <laughs> you know? like, well, but, yeah. the shoulds create a trauma response in, in my perspective, mm-hmm. in the sense of, right. Cause we go into judgment and that creates the contraction on our body to go into right. like this freeze. Um, and somebody earlier was asking, like, I keep feeling a sense of urgency. And a couple of my folks have said that too, as an entrepreneur, feeling this urgency, like, what you're saying, I should, I have to get this done now, or there's so much going on, yeah, yeah. which again is kind of this other way of coping. Cause we have like the freeze response. And then the urgency I'm getting is kind of this, like the flea energy, like I have to flee and get this all done right now. And so I'm wondering, what are your thoughts around that with that sense of urgency? Well, again, I would say presence with everything is the, is the antidote. Cause like getting present with, and this is what I do when I work with with people in my sessions is like, we really start to, we break these galumped moments apart into their components. Like it's sort of like, okay, let's pull this apart and really look at it. And this is, I have to do this with myself often. I'm so, when you've, when you've trained yourself to go into that immediate, like um, contraction survival instinct, which I got really trained in. I, yeah, there was a lot of terrifying, there's a lot of terrifying things I didn't know how to handle. And even just like getting, like tapping into that energy, my body wants to cry. Right. So that's a lot of us and to different degrees. Right. So some, for some of us, that was our families. For, for others of us, that was just the outside world was like, what's happening out here. You know, like school could have been that terrifying mm-hmm. um, going into your first job or universities there. It's different for all of us and to different degrees. And I get that. Um, I might've lost my point, but I guess that, that it's a physical response of now I've battening down the hatches, you know, like now I've got to just weather the the storm. So when that occurs, it's like, and in working with somebody, for example, what I go, okay, let's lower all your barriers. So that's an energetic thing that you can actually do with yourself from an access point of view. And actually yeah. I want to know your stuff too, because you do some really cool stuff. But like for access consciousness, I learned, okay, lower all your barriers. Now let's look at this. Let's get present with this whole thing. Okay. You have this sense of urgency. Is it real? You know, if it's really pulling you forward and it's like urgent and emergency, is that true? Or is that invented urgency? Mm-hmm. Urgency is always invented. Sometimes there's mm-hmm. a war, a bombing, a thing that, you know, you just need to handle, but you'll notice that in those kind of situations, you just go calm and you handle it. Yeah. Urgency is this different thing that tends to, we tend to buy it as real, right? So we look at first, okay, urgent. Okay. Is that true? And then you start to really look at the components and go, what is really true here? Who invented the urgency? You or someone else? Is it real? Is it true? Can it be changed? And so we start to just kind of go, what's really true here? what's really required here. And hundred percent of the time, 100% of the time, 
something much more ease, much more simple, much more handleable is available. Yeah. And so that, yeah. So it's like, do whatever it takes to calm and then look, calm and look, you know, mm-hmm. do you, what are you like? Yeah. It's like, you can't, yeah, your body's too juiced up. You can't really look at it or get very present. Um, well, and what I'm getting to is like the urgency a lot of the time for me is actually excitement. I'm so yeah. aware of all these things I want to create yeah. that I'm like, no, 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 let's do it all now. It needs to be in the world now. Tell people now before it's even great. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. So if it's like I get too much into that where it gets like kind of it boils over, the pot boils over, and then I'm getting into more nervous system dysregulation, then I just like put stuff down and go for a walk or yeah. stand up and like shake it out, dance it out, like do a physical thing to match the energy to just get it out because that will shift my mind and my presence much faster than me. Like, let me sit down and meditate or think about this. It's like, <laughs> if I'm just on a project and I'm like staring at the computer and nothing's moving forward, then like, no, time to no, move, time to change, move, make change. a new choice, make a new choice. Yeah. Longer actually, will not be better. Yeah. 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 And I took a class recently with a guy named uh, Christopher Hughes. And if you guys have oh. never checked him out, go, uh, I think it's on Instagram. His handle is my, is my is hair too big? Oh yeah. That's no. right. <laughs> is my hair too big? Anyway, Christopher, he's, he was recounting this story where he was in, um, I think, acting school. He did a lot of show, oh, like yeah. Broadway stuff when he was growing up. And in one of his classes, he had an instructor that there, the exercise for that day was like this improvisation. And then at random points during the improvisation, the guy would say, make a new choice. So mm. like we all get into these pa- like patterns of dancing in the same way or moving in the same way or creating in the same way. And we, we don't practice enough, make a new choice, just make a new choice, which is exactly what we're talking about. Like when you get stuck in any kind of energy, make a new choice. And I really, I get that what's allowed my business to be as vibrant as it is and to move forward in the way that it has is that I've practiced that times a godzillion without kind of even knowing it. It's like, I'm constantly like, the moment I get into a stuck place, I just make a new choice. I look, I'll get up, I'll go walk, I'll go do a thing. I will work on something else. I will close everything. You know, I literally move countries. You know, I just, <laughs> a few times, <laughs> yeah, get my eyes surgery done, whatever. But that thing of like, make a new choice, make a new yeah. choice, make a new choice. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I realized till recently, like how much of, how much that's just a net that's the natural thing that actually does move things into a different possibility so brilliant yeah yeah because yeah. it's like even if it's just okay go do the laundry right now or go do some dishes just anything because especially working from home and in the same environment all the time it's just easy to be like oh i've been stuck and nothing's coming out the creative juices aren't flowing it's like i always get ideas for TikToks when I'm on a walk, honestly, to the point that I have to pull out my phone and like rough record it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Last night I was laying in bed and I got three ideas for new friends. I'm like, God, I have to keep my eyes closed, but I'm like typing out my... Yeah. Yeah. It's never when I like the planned sit down. Let me like batch create at this time. I can't put it on the calendar. Like I have to, you know, it's just, I have to do it. Inspiration comes, you know? So I guess it's like also being able to follow the energy of your business. I know we've talked a lot about that too, because that's not something a lot of people talk about. It's just kind of more this like hustle mindset. There's so much to this topic because there's the things you can choose to like shake yourself out of where you're going into coping, which is any stuck energy. And then there's really starting to get how, how your awareness works and how energy works. Right. Cause the, 
so that's what I mean. It's like, there's this thing that you do to like shake yourself out of it, but there's also probably this education you've never got about the fact that you do perceive energy and you are aware of things. And so many times when there's a stuck moment or an overwhelm, it isn't that you're, it's never that you're wrong. First of all, that's never what it is. It can be so many different awarenesses of so many different things. It can be an instantaneous download of all awarenesses in all time. It can be, you know, um, you're trying to move forward on this thing and it's actually not time to move forward on it. It can be that you need to just go take a walk and shake it up and like try it in a different way. It can be so many different things. And I, that's the, and that's, you know, when we learned how to cope again, we weren't shown any of that. We weren't taught any of that. Right. So we were literally coping with this whole universe of energy, information, awareness, insanity of the people around us, you know, um, the earth, all these different things that we were aware of simultaneously without knowing how to handle it. And so we just go into this lump of trying to cope with it rather than being able to pull it apart and go, you know, ask it questions. Is it time, you know, do I just need to move on to something else? Like it's endless questions and, and be more functional. Yeah. Well, and it's like people can't even get to the question part if the nervous system is too dysregulated, right? If you're too much in the freeze response or the shutdown or fleeing. And that's where I think what we're talking about is just like move the energy out of your body in order to be able to then access the tool that's really going to kind of drive the energy forward. Yeah. So guys, if I could leave you with any, I mean, for me, and then I want to know what it is for you, Janine. It's like, if I could leave people with anything, it's like, okay, first things first, over this next week of like practice the moment you get into that energy of like, whatever that is, you know, change it, move your, move your body, like just do anything, move your body, go for a walk, do anything. And then come back to the thing and go, okay, what can I choose here? That's different. You know, that's what I would say. Leave you with today. I, and I have a three part call. I'm sorry with my headphones today. It's headphone retarded. (laughs) Anyway, I have a three-part call coming up on coping too. Like if this is a really big topic for you, that's the other thing I would encourage you to do is like find a class or something that's actually going to give you more tools. If this is something like it's not enough to just like move your body where you're like, no, I actually need to clear out Mm. like everywhere I've been doing this and actually get more awareness of what I'm doing that is coping. Um, Then those things are available too. So I would really challenge you guys to like insert different choices and start interrupting your patterns of coping and see what that creates. Mm. Yes. Join the class. So good. I'm like talking (laughs) about it. The energy energy is just like popping right now. So, yeah. Uh, And that's what we talked about. It's just creating based on like kind of the collective energy and what you're tuning into. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. such a gift with that. So it's like something she creates it's needed. So cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got, so your membership is that launch and the courage membership. To yep. Courage shoes okay. is open and is cool. on evergreen rolling now. So cool. folks, if you feel inclined to join, yes. And yeah. um, I would say if you're getting stuck, what's been really helping me is just, I'm just like, okay, just choose something. Like if I had an interesting right. point of view, if I could get this totally wrong, what would I choose? Because I'll get into the point of like, my head will just start to workshop all the right ways to do this, the right yeah. offer, the right this. And I'm just like, no, at some point, just choose it. Just choose this and see what happens. Cause it's like, apparently I'm, I'm requiring almost more information from the choice. And so it's like, 
my next step is to choose it so I get the information rather than waiting for the information first. Yeah. And you guys got to get that choice. Just choice creates awareness. So to get the awareness, you have to make the choice. And sometimes the awareness is it's time for a new choice. And sometimes the awareness is like, oh, that worked, you know, but like that, it's brilliant. Do I just say, do it wrong, do it badly, do it anyway. Like just. That's where I got from. Yeah. <laughs> I tell just, Crystal always tells me, just do it wrong. Just do it wrong. Just do it anyway, because that is actually going to give you the information that you need to move forward. So sorry about the dropping my headphones. And yeah, so join join the join my call if that's going to contribute to you. It'll be up on my website in the next few days. And, you know, if you guys need any more, if you have any more on this, just ask us questions, because I get it's a massive topic. And um, how does it get? It could be a 10 part series. Yeah, (laughs) it's never going to end. No. Oh my gosh, I adore you. Thank you so you much. So much. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for being live with us. And if you know this would contribute to people, please share it. And uh, see you next time. See you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review, or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time.